26 years ago. Um, I still remember like it was yesterday. My friend Laura Chung and I, um, we had just graduated college at FIU and we were, the job market was sort of soft. This was in 1993 and we didn't do much basically just hung out with friends and every once in a while went to lunch and we graduated in 92 so we weren't really doing anything much and one day she told me she's like hey do you want to go to this job interview and I'm like what is it for and she said I don't know it said college degree required salespeople wanted guaranteed salary for eight weeks and 500 a week so at that time $500 a week guaranteed for eight weeks four thousand dollars was pretty good so we decided to go for the interview and um, obviously we got interviewed separately but for me uh, after the interview I finally figured out what it was to do you know what was the job because they sort of hit it and after they told me everything they said okay it's to sell cars I was like I went to college to sell cars and um, long story short, I worked there as a sales a salesperson probably for like three or four years. Then I was a finance manager for a few years and then a sales manager. So I was there 11 years. I was there from I think 23 or 24 till like 35, give or take, something like that. And I learned a whole lot during my time in car sales. One of the things was to communicate better with people, to build relationships with people and to actually care about them. Because, you know, the stereotypical car salesman, used car salesman, whatever sales person it is, especially in the car business, is someone that's sleazy, underhanded and tries to rip people off. So I did my best and I learned from quite a lot of people, great people in the car business about how to do that. So anyways, um, fast forward in 2004, I stopped doing the, I got out of the car business and I started real estate. So this is my 16th year doing real estate. But with that said, every family member or friend and sometimes even clients, um, because everyone hates the car shop, a lot of times I I help them with um, helping them get their cars and I, I don't mind doing it. It's fun, um, usually. So every year, um, maybe I try one or two times a year to do it and, you know, see how things are. And it's pretty cool because I see, I try and see, because I'm in sales, I do my best to learn from other industries. And I want to see how things are in different businesses, especially the car biz. So last week, Um, My sister's lease is ending. She has a Mercedes now. Um, Not that it matters, but the reason I'm bringing that up is because you would think Mercedes, the quality of, of, you know, the representation they have and all that, um, I think that will add to the story. So anyways, she, she had bought a Mercedes three years ago. Her lease is ending. It's a local place, not too far from her house. I don't live too far from her. So probably about 10, 15 minutes away from our house. So I call the salesperson and I'm gonna say the names of, the, of these dealerships because I think it's important because if I have a good experience, I wanna share that with you guys. If I have a bad experience, I wanna share 
that with you guys too. And if they hear this, I, I hope it benefits them. Um, so anyways, I called it, it's Mercedes Benz of Cutler Bay. I called up her previous ref. I'm not going to say his name because that doesn't matter. Called his name. I called him up. I emailed him actually the first day. I emailed him and I sent him an email saying, Hey, my sister's lease is ending. Here's the deal she got last time. I sent a copy of the lease. I sent a copy of the window sticker. And I said, she's looking to lease it for, you know, the same period, three years. She doesn't drive much. So I think it's 7,500 miles a year. She'll give the same down payment, total out of pocket. And as long as her payments are somewhere close to where they were, we understand with inflation and stuff, um, with the same type of car, you know, with the newer model. Um, and it, it, the newer model has about the same sticker price. As long as it's within reason, we'll, we'll do the deal. We'll, you know, as soon as you tell us, we'll send you a credit card over the phone and you can do the paperwork. You'll send it to us and they'll go and pick up the car. We'll make it as easy as possible for you. And when I emailed him too, I knew he knew her lease was going to end because he had left a message for her the previous week or two before. So he he knew who I was. I had spoken to him a few times after um, her lease in the past. Anyway, so he knew knew who I was. My my phone and email was stored in his phone. He had mentioned that to me in the past because when I would call him in the past, he would say, you know, hey, I'm it. You know, before I said who I was. So, anyways, I told him that he didn't answer the email for like three days and. Since he didn't answer and my sister's lease was ending, I called him up. First thing he says is, hey, I did read your email. Okay, you read the email. And he's like, your sister's lease is going to end in a few months, right? And I'm like, no, um, it's not. You had called her and I also emailed you all the details. He said, oh, okay. I said, she needs a car within a few days. And if you read the email again, if you can just, you know, tell me if that works and if you can give me a quote. So the next day I was hoping to get a response from him and he still didn't respond for me after he told me he would get me an answer that day or the next day in the morning. And so I texted him and I said, Hey, my sister's a little bit um, upset. She feels like you're, you don't value her, her being a previous client. And if you if you don't want to give you give us the quote or you're too busy, it's okay. We'll just choose someone else. I, I said it in a nice way, not in a mean way. And then so he's like, no, 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 I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. So a few hours later, he gets it to me, and the price he gave, he, they were asking over sticker price for the car. And when I responded to him and I said, oh, okay, so you know she's a previous client, and you're gonna ask over sticker price for a car. And basically I did my online research and the average price on this car is discounted about 10%, which was about five or $6,000, but they were charging over sticker price. So I said, you know, um, being a previous client, you're charging sticker price, how come? And he told me, he said, well, if you want to get a better deal, you have to come inside and we have to speak to my manager. I said, okay, I'm thinking I'm back to like the nineties, you know, when the, when I guess business was done so differently. And I said, well, um, 
we can't really do that. My brother-in-law is a cardiologist and he's busy. And, you know, if you could help us out, we'll get the car right away. And he said, hang on a second. I'm going to go to my manager's office. So I told him, he, he, he spoke to his manager and the manager said, you know what? Um, no, they have to come in. That's the best price we'll give and, or they have to come in. So I, I told him, well, I'm sorry, we can't do business with you. And this was last week, still haven't got a call back. And I guess that was okay and maybe expected. So I went online and I went on some websites. There's a website called True Car. What True Car does is it lets you build up the car and it'll, it'll price it and it'll give you the best dealership options available. They have preferred dealerships. So anyways, the first one that respond, and they respond to you immediately. I did this like at 9.30 and at 10 o'clock I got a text, 10 p.m. So I, it was good that they were responsible. Maybe a little late at night, maybe an email would have been better, but I don't care. I'm a night owl, so it was okay. So I, I sent an email to both these people with the exact exact deal, exact window sticker, all the, all the, everything, all the information. And, you know, because I was in the business, I know what they need, what they don't need and all that. So anyways, the next day, um, after I texted the guy back at 10 o'clock, he, I told him, Hey, I'm going to email you now. And the next morning he calls me, um, I don't know, about 10 30 in the morning. And he said, um, can you tell me what you're looking for? And I said, you know, I, I told you last night I was going to email you. I, mailed, I emailed you immediately. And if you can just please check your email, it has all the details. So he said, oh, okay, I see it. Um, I'll get back with you. So he gets back with me and he basically, he, he gives me information that was completely different than what I sent him. So it was way off. The miles were different, the time period, the lease and the equipment was different. And so I asked him, I said, can you please look at the email again and um, send me a quote? And I said, if it, the quote is good, I'll give you the money right away. We'll give you a deposit. We'll do the paperwork online. We're not going to shop you. We will do it immediately. So I, I understand you're worried that you're not going to, your deal isn't going to be the best deal and we may shop it, but I, I, I'll take that away and we'll just give you a deposit immediately. So he eventually gives me a quote, which is really high. And I asked him, you know, why is it so, so high? And he told me, um, we can make it less, but you have to come into the dealership. So the dealership is probably about, I don't know, 25 or 30 miles away. And I said, if that was the case, we would just go to Mercedes Benz of Cutler Bay instead of Mercedes Benz of Pembroke Pines, where he was from. And I said, that doesn't make sense to us. And he said, well, we give the best deals. And if you want the deal, you have to come in. So I was like, okay, um, thanks anyways. At least we tried. And I don't know, we, we can't come to a, a deal. So I got a third response. And this person was Mercedes Benz of Pompano, which is 61 miles away from where my sister lives. And just to show you the whole purpose of this podcast is to share with you how different businesses, maybe even in how different companies do business differently within the same industry. So this company, Mercedes-Benz of Pompano, basically this person called me and she said, she first called 
She showed that she cared about us. She gave us a quote. And her quote up front was $200 less than the previous um, deal. And then like $250 or $300 better than our previous dealership. So what I told her is, I said, I started, I called her. And, you know, she was able to even make the numbers a little bit better. I didn't even really ask her to make the numbers better. But she's like, you know, you're, you, you, you guys live far away and you, you're 60 something miles away. We appreciate you wanting to do business with us. And in fact, if we come to a deal, we'll even deliver the car to you guys. So you don't have to drive that far to, to our dealership because you're 60 miles away. So I, I, I I was about to say something to her and I started to say something. I said, you know, and I'm not going to say your name, but I said, you know, I've spoken to a lot of dealerships and immediately she told me, she's like, yeah, you know, I know that you may be um, shopping our deal with other dealerships, but it's okay. And I said, no, that's not what I was going to say. I just wanted to tell you that I've called a few different dealerships and you're the nicest person that I've come across. And the one that showed that you cared the most. And we real I really want to make sure that we do a deal together. And to make this really long story just a, a tad bit shorter, we were able to make the deal. They're gonna deliver the car to my sister tomorrow. And it was such a wonderful experience dealing with this person compared to these other people that are still in the 80s and 90s doing business the old school way. And whenever I deal with people that are in sales in different industries, it definitely makes me think about what I do for a living and hopefully make me improve my business. And hopefully when I don't do things right, maybe when I screw up with people, I want them to tell me that, hey, you know what, Um, if you could do this or that, it would have made the experience a little bit better because obviously I mess up quite a bit too. And um, so I hope you get a little bit out of this podcast to to just let you know um, a couple things. One, it's a shame that the car business still does business the way they did years and years ago and even in business and the second thing is even in businesses that still predominantly are like that there's always going to be someone or a or a company that is doing business in today's world so i hope that gives you a hope the next time you buy a car and if you need help you know just reach out to me and if you ever want to see more of our videos please go to all in miami TV. Thanks so much for listening. Love you guys.